Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, you are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay, I got something for you today. Um, I'm going to have a conversation this morning about my understanding of grace. Now that I've gotten older and I've come into a better understanding of a lot of things I didn't know about when I was younger, this is just my interpretation of grace. Now, once again, y'all, listen to me. I I ain't nobody's pastor. I ain't nobody's minister. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you can go to church and get a far more extensive definition of one I'm giving you. I'm just talking to people. You know, grace is this thing that, that God provides for us. And grace is just things that you get that's really undeserving. You know, I mean, I, I look at my life as it is today. You know, look, I work hard and I have faith in God. That I do. So things are going to happen in my life. But the way my life is now, I don't, I don't, I don't deserve all of this. I don't, I, don't, I don't look at it that way. I have been the beneficiary of God's grace. I have aligned myself in a position to accept whatever grace God has for me. And it will be far abundant and exceedingly in anything you could think of. His grace supersedes anything you could possibly imagine. You know, the goals that I set and the aspirations that I shoot for and the things that I have on my dream board, I have the faith that God will give it to me. But what he does with grace, he gives you far more than that. He gives you what 
he has for you, not what you can see. You can't see all he has for you. It's impossible. Who are you? How can you possibly imagine what he can imagine? How can you possibly think how he can think? How, how can you possibly do what he can do? How can it be? There isn't a single mind living or a collection of minds that could have thought of Earth. What in your wildest imagination could have made you think of Earth, the stars, the heavens, the oceans, the the, the galaxy, the, the constellations? What in your mind? What in any man's mind? We can point at it and analyze it, but we sure couldn't have thought of it. So come on now. I'm talking about lining yourself up with God's grace, which he will give to you if, if you if you want some of it now. But now here's the thing about grace. It can't be bought. If it could, if it could be bought, I'm telling you, I would pour all the money I have and dump it into grace. Because after discovering what it is, it's this goodness that God shines on you simply as a reward of some type for his love for you. And for you attempting, for you attempting to do right. Not because you get it right, because if he judged us purely on how we are, the right and wrong of it, we would all be doomed. All of us. Every last one of us would be doomed. Because we all fall short. We all make mistakes. We all sin. We all get it wrong from time to time. Nobody's perfect, man. Now I understand what my mother was saying about cleaning the house. All I want is a little more grace. All I need is a little more grace. When the last time you asked God for some grace? Now I'm not talking to you like I know everything. If you just benefit from his grace, which you already have, but if you're not aware of it, you don't know what's going on. Become aware of grace. Get aware of the fact that God does things for you simply because he loves you. He does things for you that you don't even deserve. Somehow you just wonder how you just got over. When you didn't even do the things to get over. You Sometimes you don't even know how you got that job you got. When you ain't even really do the things to get your job. How you end up where you are. All this education you thought you went and got and had. How you end up where you are today. In a much better position than your education could have ever gotten you. That's That's grace. How I get every place I am today. I didn't plan this, man. If I could have planned my life the way it is, don't you know I'd have done it when I was living in that car? If I knew how to do it. No, I benefited from his grace. I'm just a beneficiary of his grace, of his goodness and his mercy. God's goodness is better than your goodness. God's goodness is better than your mother's goodness. It's better than your wife's or your husband or your booze goodness. God's goodness is different. His goodness, man, covers some stuff you can't even imagine. So why are you trying to put your life together when the last time you asked him for just a little bit of grace? When have you thought of your life in terms of the grace that it has already benefited from? Have you ever done that? Man, just thought about, you know, you hear songs like, my soul look back and wonder how I got over. That was grace. That's all I can call it. Now, like I said, you can go to church or somewhere if you want to, and ministers that went to school to, to teach this thing way better than me. I'm just giving you from a layman's standpoint, man. Have you thought about his grace? Would you not be well to be a beneficiary of his grace? 
would it not serve? Now, check this out. The better you try to do, the more grace he'll give to you. Now, that grace can't be bought. Like I said, it's free. You can't purchase grace. But the better you try to become, the more, the more grace he gets to put your way. So, man, just try. Why don't you just try to do better? Look, man, quit talking about it. I'm going to start next week. I'm going to start at the new year. No, you're not. You, know, you do that every year. You know, everyone's at the new year. I'm going to eat better. At the new year, I'm going to go on and get in here. In the new year, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it now, man. You, you, you're going to do it now. Stop trying. Do, do it. Stop talking about it. Do it now. The best way to benefit from his grace is start in action now. N-O-W. Now. Right now. Today. What you waiting on? All you doing is delaying his opportunity to bless you. You know, man, you know, do you know how many times we do that? We delay his opportunity to bless us by not starting now. If you're going to get healthy, why don't you start now? Now, you're going to trip a little bit because the holiday's coming. But you ain't got to eat bad all the time. You could start eating correct today. You could. You could. And then guess what? That could be some grace on the end of that. I'm just giving you a, a little cheap analogy. But do you feel what I'm saying to you? Start thinking in terms of grace, what he has done for you and provided for you that you ain't even see coming. That, that you know, you keep calling them blessings, and I got that. A lot of it, and that's all it is. But, man, have you thought about the stuff that didn't happen to you you can't account for? You, I, I, for me, that's been grace, and I'm a beneficiary of it, and that's available to everybody that wants some. So next time you're talking to him, just check in with grace. See what that is. That's, that's better than money. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention because it's real now. It is real up in here. I don't know what day this is of the quarantine or the cutbacks, but it is in full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show is not the center for coronavirus information. Mm. We are here to give you a break in the action. Now, of course, Carla going to make us say something about it. Yes. But I have... uh, co-inspired with my man J. Anthony Brown, and if we gonna talk about it, we got a special way we gonna do it today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Carla Farrell. Three. Good morning. Yeah, no, it's way past three, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. No, Damn, it's way what's going past on, three. Crew? This ain't day number three. Uh, no, Shirley's no. out again today uh, for precautionary measures. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, food number two. Number two. J. Number Anthony two, right Brown. Right here. Yeah, all present mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. accounted for. Watch out there now. Yes, I'm here. And the king of fools, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. In the building, Uncle Steve. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Uh, Junior get is it. out today mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. precautionary measures also. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this, this, this thing is real. This ain't uh, no joke. No, it's no, not. It's we not have game. some about it, mm-hmm. but the situation is not a joke. It's very serious. Yeah, it is. You, you know, know it's serious when white people say they wish Barack Obama was back in yeah. the White House. Yeah. You know yeah. it's serious. When you, it's serious. <laughs> when you hear them say It just that. got real. <laughs> it got real, man. I'm going to tell you something, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
according to a stats I've been reading, the uh-huh. safest place on the planet right now mm-hmm. in terms of large countries uh, is the UAE. Ah, uh, okay. United Arab Emirates. It oh, is yeah. the safest place to date. They have conducted more co- uh, coronavirus tests than anybody. Mm-hmm. They have uh-huh. the lowest death rate. They have the lowest infection rate. They jumped on this thing right away. It has a lot to do with the leadership over there mm-hmm. because they are serious. They love their people and they do everything to protect and keep their uh, their people safe. If our leadership had jumped on this instead of yeah. calling it a hoax, yeah. uh, instead of having to pass bills and all this here, uh, thankful for the Pelosi gang who got together and passed the bill in the House. Of mm-hmm. course, Donald Trump is going to take credit for this bill, but, you know, they passed it. But the safest yeah. place, according to statistics that I received from a close friend of mine, is the UAE. And I, it has a lot to do with the leadership over there. So How I far behind schedule are we on? A month? I don't know. Right? We wait. Well, back, we know huh? we lost two weeks because he played yeah. with it he being a hoax. We know that. We're two weeks it. in the hole for sure. So, well, okay. When we come back at 32 after, we got a lot to discuss today. Plus, it's time to ask the CLO. We're going to switch things up and answer some yeah. questions right after this. Cool. All right. Let's do it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is now time for Ask the CLO. And the CLO is the Chief Love Officer, and that is Here Mr. Steve Harvey. Yeah. Thank you. Let us You begin. ready, Steve? Yeah. Pretty show. Okay, here we go. This one is from Sean in Columbus, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I am a 45-year-old man. Me and my girlfriend were together for 16 years. I cheated on her in the beginning. I knew it was wrong, and I apologized. We moved on. Fast forward to three weeks ago, she goes to a friend's wedding back in our hometown, and she was acting different after the wedding. I caught Mm. her texting an old friend of hers, and she told me she ran into him at the wedding, and he texts to say it was good seeing her. A week later, she told me she wanted to be alone by herself to work on herself. She has cut (laughs) all ties with me, won't answer my texts or my calls, and she blocked me on social media. I'm <laughs> scared go. that she has left me for good. Yeah. What do you think, CLO? Well, Come on, sir, well, sir, let me help you with understand something. If you've been with a woman 16 years, she went to the wedding, a guy contacted her. You cheated on her, and you apologized. She didn't forget. Mm-mm. She may have forgave you, but she didn't forget. Something came up. She still don't trust you, but she forgave you. Something came up. Now, she has told you she need a week to get herself together. She won't call you, text you, talk to you, and she done blocked you on social media. You scared, and you should be. Mm-hmm. You don't see yeah. this? Now, dog. <laughs> She could be up in the mountains getting herself mm-hmm. together. But she probably ain't up there by herself. Mm-mm. Mm. No. And I doubt if they're in the mountains anyway. Yeah. yeah. Black people don't do mountains that much. This is Columbus, Georgia. So what you, what you She's somewhere quarantined with somebody. Yeah. Mm. 
Steve. Yeah, dog. I mean, that's mm-hmm. real. That's right. Mountains have rocks, and I think she's yeah. getting hers off. Did I yeah. just say that? Yes, you I know what? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Mountain's got lions, and I think she's got one. <laughs> That's roaring. Uh, you done, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Here we go. Patricia in Harlem. Uh-oh, Harlem World. Steve, I'm a 62-year-old woman, and I've been trying out for America's Got Talent for five years now, but haven't got chosen yet. I attended one of their tapings this past weekend, and on a commercial break, the host of the show invited anyone with talent to come up from the audience. I ran up there. I sang a song, and the audience loved me so much they gave me a standing ovation. Steve, I always listen to your motivational talks online. You gave me the encouragement that I needed to keep auditioning. I'm an attractive older woman, and I still have all my teeth. What? Do you think I should keep pursuing my goal to become a big-time singer? Well, now, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. I think you have to just decide what it is you want to be. If you're hoping to get someone to sign you to a record deal, I think you have to look at the record industry now, take a close look at what they're doing and who they're signing. That's not to say that you can't have a singing career on cruise ships. That's not to say that you can't do performance at certain reviews and shows and stuff like that. Uh, Maybe a lounge singer, you know, on breaks or something like that. That's not to say. Uh, A record deal at 62, I'm not sure of, but the dream of being a big singer can still be had. It's just you may have to adjust how you, where you gonna sing at. So, you know, just start the process. Uh, You've waited a while in life, I'm assuming, and I'm pretty sure they loved you at the audition and they gave you a standing ovation, and that's great, but now you have to remember what the moment was. You didn't get selected around other people. You a 62-year-old woman that came up out the crowd and they gave you a standing ovation. That's a different setting than, ladies and gentlemen, you've paid $50 and here she is. Here's Greta. Now, Greta coming out there mm-hmm. after somebody done bought a ticket, that, that's a different level of expectation. Yeah. So I'm being mm-hmm. encouraging to you. I think there's a shot, but I think you're going to have to Start the process of singing in certain smaller venues and get on with some shows and look at doing some cruise ships and make some tapes and stuff like that. But it's, it's highly possible. Nobody's going on no cruise right now. What the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah. Can, I, can I say something? Can I add to that? Can I add to that? Yeah. My answer through. I don't. When I be quiet, I already know what's coming. So just, yeah, go ahead. Don't add to it. Just make your damn statement. Okay. <laughs> you you want it separate? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you. In other yeah. words, you want my answer separate from your answer? You right. Okay. I want a damn disclaimer with All your right. answer. All, here's what she could do. Listen to some of the. Look up some of the names that are out there that people are paying, say fifty dollars, to go mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Does Greta sound like any of those names you hear out there? That's that's all I'm saying. If you, if well, you, her name you is got, Patricia in Harlem. Uh, but, She's from Harlem. Patricia, Steve. Well, yeah. even that, even that either. Patricia, that's that's even better. Have you heard people laying down big money? Just is she in Harlem? Why don't she go to Apollo and sing? Uh, Why don't she make it there? You already know. Uh-uh. 
Listen to that. That's Gary. Don't, don't try. A, a boy, I done seen a lot of dreams die in that bad boy. Uh-uh. Boy, they will crush him, won't they? Dog, oh, that's God. the last place. <laughs> they don't give a damn who you are. <laughs> nah, don't do that. Don't go, don't follow. Uh, <laughs> All right, we got to go. Coming up, <laughs> nephew Tommy is here. We'll run that prank back right after this. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, fellas, okay, I'm going to need you guys to give some of the players out there some advice. This is a trending story from overseas. A Mm -hmm. British man visited his mistress in Italy, and now, uh, right, he has coronavirus. Top of the hour, plus in Italy. Miss Ann is standing by with... That ain't no player move right there. I don't know ignorant ass. Right. But we can talk about it at the top. Let me get to this. Miss Ann is standing by with national news. <laughs> but right now, come on, nephew, run that prank back. What you got? I got it. I got it. I got it. Musty baby. Musty baby. Okay. Musty baby. A lot of them out there, right? Especially right now. Everybody at home in the house. A lot of musty babies. Let's go. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Come on, Ken. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Vanessa, please. This is she. Hi, Vanessa. My name is Robert. I'm the uh, uh, one of the owners. You know my wife, Michelle. We own the uh, daycare. Yes, 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 yes. How can I help you? Okay, we've been. Uh, I think we've had your son Malik probably close to a year now. Am I right? <laughs> yes, you have. Is everything okay? No, everything is fine. Everything is fine. I don't think we uh, we have a problem that we can't clear up. Um, I, I have a question for you. Have, have you been noticing anything different about Malik, um, uh, like concerning hygiene at all? Hygiene? No. Not that I can recall. What are you talking about? Okay. How old is Malik? He's two. Okay. Well, we seem to have come across a little glitch here that we're going to try to take care of here at the uh, at the daycare. I, actually, my wife didn't. I told her I would make the phone call and leave her out of it. I know you see her every day once yeah, you drop. Yeah, but what, what, what glitch are you talking about? What What is this glitch? I'm sorry? Glitch. What is this glitch that you want to talk about? I'm confused. Okay. Well, actually, what we're having is it seems like every day here lately for the last two months, uh, Malik has been... You know, very musty. You know, he hasn't been really sweaty, but just real musty. Okay, you clearly have the wrong child because I give my son a bath every night, and most mornings before he leaves the school, I give him another bath again. So, yeah, I'm pretty positive you have the wrong child. No, ma'am. Your son is Malik, right? And he's, he's two years old. You guys have been here with us right close to a year now, correct? Yes, and? Okay, and he's a cute little kid with the curly hair. I know exactly which one he is. So what I'm what I'm saying to you is that we are having problems. He's just he's just reeking, you know. He's real musty. Okay, so, you know what? My son does not reek. I don't know what child you're talking about, but you're not talking about my child. I just told you I make sure that he gets a bath every night. So that's not my child. My child is very clean. Okay, well, well, hang on, Vanessa. What I'm trying to get you to understand is I'm trying to. This is why my wife didn't want to call. Okay, and I'm glad I'm actually the one that made the call. What we need to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to try a little experiment for. The next month or so. Experiment? I'm, gonna, I'm sorry? Well, what, what do you mean experiment? What kind of experiment? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some male deodorant on him. What? For the next, for the, well, just for the next month, and we'll see how it plays no, out. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to put anything on my child. That's not going to happen. 
Okay, well, ma'am, I'm trying to I'm trying to fix the problem here. I just wanted to call. He and doesn't have a you. problem. I already told you that my son is clean. You're not going to put any on him, and if you do, it's going to be a problem. Do you understand me? Okay, ma'am, I'm not trying to have an argument with you. What I want you to know is well, I'm not I'm trying, trying to have to, an I'm argument either. But you're trying to, you're talking about putting deodorant on my child. You you can't do that. I'm not going to have that happening. Please don't make me have to come back to that school for you and your wife. Okay, ma'am, listen, we're going to have to do something about your child. Your child is musty, okay? And you're sitting here getting an attitude with me, and I'm trying to let you know your child because is you're musty. you're talking nonsense. Maybe you're the one that's musty. Maybe you and your wife are musty. My child is not musty. I keep telling you that I bathe him every night. Which part of that do, don't you understand? I understand everything that you're saying. Maybe it's the soap. Maybe something is not taking effect. I'm not sure, okay? But Maybe he doesn't do smell it right, because I don't know what child you're smelling, but you're not smelling my child. On him. You are not using male deodorant on my child. Do I need to come down there for you with the cops and shoot your entire establishment? You don't want that to happen. Stay away from my child. Are you crazy? You know, matter of fact, where's my son? Ma'am, your son is fine. Your son is in there with the rest of the kids. They're playing. I, you know, today is the first day I sprayed a little bit of male deodorant on you his arm. You did See how that works okay, out. Okay, so you crazy. Look, Cheryl, Cheryl can, can, can you cover for me for a couple of minutes? I'll be, I'm, I'm bringing my there right now. I'll be there within the hour because you must be crazy. What do you mean you sprayed my son? Ma'am, I just sprayed a little bit of deodorant on him just to see if we can... If I we didn't can give you permission to do that, and I keep telling you that there's nothing wrong with my child, and you took it upon yourself to go and spray my child, and you weren't supposed to do that. Are you crazy? I'm bringing my right now. Okay, but well what are you coming here for? The boy is, he, he, your son Malik is fine. Why are you coming here? No, he's clearly not fine. If you go around spraying why don't you spray Because clearly it's your smelling and reeking and funky as hell. I ain't give you no to spray my child. Man, I'm going to come down there and I promise you, I promise you, I'm going to shoot all y'all because you Crazy. Okay, let me say this, ma'am. Your son is musty. He's been reeking for the My last. My son is not musty. How many times have I told you that he's anymore, not musty? Okay? You know what? I ain't even trying to hear you, because you 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 clearly crazy. How you go around spraying people's kids? And how was my child? Did you smell the other kids? You know what? I'm about to get in my car and come down there for your ass, because you must be crazy. Uh, uh, hello? 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 Why did you hang up on me? I'm trying to fix the problem, ma'am. Wait, wait, wait. What the f*** you want? I told you that I'm coming down there. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Once. But I needed to let you know one more thing that's going on here. What could you possibly need to let me know? Because I'm on my way to right now. Where are you now? Are you in your car? Where are you? I am heading to my car, about to get in my car to come down there for Because you must be crazy spraying my child. Before you get to your car, I need I need to tell you one more thing about your son, okay? Please, you possibly have to tell me. I want to tell you that what? this is, listen to me, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend Cheryl got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Mother <laughs> f***. <laughs> I'm standing here in the parking lot about to come down there for and that knew exactly what I was about. I'm going to get her. I'll forget it, because I'm thinking, I know my child is musty. I know my child is clean, and he doesn't smell. Ooh, I'm going to get her. <laughs> I just talked to her. She said, she's right here in her cubicle. you got to call her right now. I said, okay, just chill out. I'm going to call her. Uh, we Ooh, I'm going to get her. You don't know. <laughs> hey, is, is Malik nice and clean? Malik is always nice and clean and smelling right. So I don't know what the hell you were talking about. I was like, not my child. He got the wrong child. You are about to get it. You don't even know.
<laughs> oh, man. All right, Vanessa, you got to tell me one more thing, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> the one and only Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> and there you have it, Musty Baby. Play too much, playing with these people. Musty Baby. What you got going on, Jay? Uh, if you're traveling and before the president stops, you're going through Atlanta, you're going through Mobile, and you're going through uh, Birmingham, Alabama, stop at Hunter's. Is it Hunter? Yeah. And check out your boy's uh, hot sauces in three airports, soon to be more. Yeah. Thank you very much. Go ahead, Dre. Go ahead. Congratulations, man. Yeah. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got entertainment and national news at the top. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, guys, you're going to have to give some of the players out there some good advice after hearing this story. So a successful British businessman (laughs) has contracted the coronavirus and is about to contract, I think, a butt whooping from his wife. Now, this man who is a jet setter, he caught the virus while he was in Italy visiting his mistress. His wife thought, though, he was traveling within the U.K. for work on business. But when he tests positive for the virus... He had to let doctors and health officials know that he brought it back with him from Italy. Now, the officials say that the guy, the patient, said that his wife has no idea about his infidelity and would like to keep it that way. Meanwhile, well, how the hell the did wife... we find out about it? Yeah, how we know way over <laughs> right. here? Right. Well, you know. The... <laughs> Go ahead. Meanwhile, Go ahead. the wife has been forced to quarantine, which is probably a good thing for his cheating behind. But anyway, uh, with him? 14 days. Well, he probably told her that he got it within the UK. See, he didn't tell her that he was in Italy. But are they quarantined together, though? Well, you can be quarantined in the same house together. He's just pro- she's probably in a different room, and he's in a different room. My lie is I got it on the plane. Somebody coughed dead in my face. Yeah, on see, the I plane don't even know why he's talking about Italy. I don't even what he bring Italy up for. Now, right. you said he's a successful businessman. Successful yeah. don't stop you from being stupid. <laughs> who takes their ass to Italy? <laughs> of all the places, who the hell go to Italy, man? His you ain't watching the news? lives in Italy. Yeah. Huh? His, it, he was already there. His mistress lived in Italy. Yeah, but he, he told his, his wife thought he was on a business trip in the UK. Yes. He flew his For ass why? to Italy. Yeah. Yes. To see his girl. Lie. Now, I understand it. Now, it, listen mm-hmm. to me. Listen. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. Sex is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 so powerful. It'll make you walk deadly. If it, yeah. If it, yeah. <laughs> right so now. it'll damn sure make you get on the plane and fly into Virus Central. <laughs> I'm going to just if fly it, into the damn virus. If it's that good, yeah, you will, you will yeah, fly yeah. into it. You'll right? do it. And let me tell you something. He might not even got it from the girl. Just on the way to her. Right. Yeah. In the right. cab, yeah. the Uber. He, that, it, he got him anyway. Man, Italy got hit bad. But I yeah. how? See, why he, he's stupid. He should have, he didn't lie. Why did he, he told too much of it. Why well, did he, he have yeah, to he say told. he was in Italy <laughs> and went to see his mistress and his wife don't know? Why would you let that come out your mouth? Okay, okay, mm. cool. So they got proof that you was in Italy. Yeah. I got on the well, wrong told damn plane. There you go. How you get on the wrong there plane? You go. I don't yeah. know. Well, we, what we not fitting to do is say <laughs> I would have got on that 
to my mistress. That ain't that ain't what we finna yeah. say. I that ain't coming out your I got on the plane. <laughs> that ain't not, not, I can deal with that. Don't worry about how I got on it. I was on that. The they rerouted <laughs> the plane to Italy. Okay, that's what happened. Uh-huh. And then that's how you I got it. Yeah, uh-huh. the pilot gave it to me. Just stop cheating. You wouldn't have these problems. Well, how about okay. that? Yeah, that's not going to happen. There you go okay, with that's that. Listen, listen, to me, Carla. listen to me, Sean, Carla. That's not going to happen. That's no, not going to happen. Issue. There are a huge, huge number of men who do not cheat. Right. But there are some men that's unhappy. Now, I'm going to tell you something <laughs> right now. Because there are women that cheat. And we just mm-hmm. had a CLO question about a woman that's cheating. So let's not mm-hmm. make it like it's only men who cheat. Here's what I think. If people are married and they are unhappy, I think they have a propensity to seek happiness when they're not happy. Now, I'm with the propensity. I'm, I'm oh, with goodness. whatever that is. I'm with the propensity. Let's go, Steve. We got to get some news You ain't never propensity. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you, guys. I'm going to take a little serious right now. President Trump has signed the first coronavirus relief bill into law, providing for paid sick leave, added unemployment benefits, free coronavirus testing, among other things. And uh, Trump's also employing the Defense Production Act. That's a federal uh, provision that allows the government to marshal the private sector in response to the COVID-19 pandemic if needed. In other words, he can get private companies to start making masks and stuff like that. He can just, you know, order them to do that. Meanwhile, the president said it's all hands on deck with the federal emergency workers. FEMA now is fully engaged at the highest levels. Today, FEMA is activated in every region. We are at level one, level one being the highest level. The Treasury Department's calling on Trump to authorize two $250 billion bills, two of them, to provide cash payments to folks affected by the virus. The first checks going out next month, the second wave in May. The amounts will be based on income and family size. And the president's also announced a $50 billion aid package for the for major airlines in the U.S. By the way, uh, Trump says he gives himself a 10 over the way he's handled the situation thus far. At last look nationally, there were 8,736 corona infections in the U.S. 149 Americans have died. Globally, there have been more than 8,000 corona deaths. 8,000. U.S. officials trying to prevent things from getting bad here, as they are right now in Italy, uh, where the situation is a nightmare. Officials in Rome have announced a huge single-day jump in corona infections. In just 24 hours, Italy's recorded a whopping 4,207 new cases, with 475 more people dying during the same 24-hour period. Also, no funerals are allowed over there to avoid large gatherings of people, so folks can't even bury their loved ones. Things are that bad. All told, there have been more than 35,000 COVID-19 cases in Israel, in Italy, rather, with almost 3,000 deaths. Ford GM, uh, they've temporarily shut down their factories. They're cleaning them up. Federal government sending uh, one of two hospital ships to New York uh, to try to uh, help also. And they're going to have about 1,000 beds on the ship, and they're going to offload people who are not really critical or don't have COVID violence, vi- the virus on the hospital ships so that there'll be more uh, hospital beds within the city of New York because they're really going to be needed. This is important. Docs say four out of every five people who get the virus contracted it from somebody who didn't even know they were infected. Finally, check out Gloria Gaynor's TikTok video. She sings a bit of her mega hit, I Will Survive. She's singing at a sink and she's saying, hey, wash your hands because we will survive. That's right. Check out the video on my Facebook page, by the way. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday, President Trump said he doesn't think calling COVID-19 
the Chinese virus or the Kung flu, as one yeah. of his administration officials reportedly called it, puts Asian Americans at risk it of does. being targets of hate crimes. Now, take a listen to the president when he was asked about it at a press conference yesterday. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? A lot of it comes say from it's China. racist. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. That's why comes from China. I and want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe this stuff now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Well, let's change that. Let's try to change that. Wow. He wow, said that? Can you believe he said that? That's the first thing that came out of his mouth at the press the conference Kong this morning. He the said very because first thing. it comes from yeah. China. Hey, man, listen to me. I, I don't understand how, as a country, that we've accepted this behavior from the highest office in our land possible to achieve, the president of the United States, and how... The Republican Party 100% backs this guy with rhetoric and tones like this. Completely wrong. You, This is so wrong on so many levels. How in the world has the Republican Party got behind this man 100% is beyond me. Well, I know exactly why. I know why. I'll just say it like why? I've been saying it. Because of position, power, mm -hmm. and money. Mm -hmm. And that's a sad state for people that we put in the office to want to be in at all costs, even at the integrity of our country. And when you, do, when you make, I'm not racist at all. That's a racist thing to say. Yeah. Now, this Very is not what so. this is. If it was a Chinese disease, then only Chinese people would have it. This is a right. worldwide epidemic or pandemic, whatever they want to call it, and it affects pandemic. everybody. Pandemic, whatever. Right. I'm, I'm so sick right, of this. Right, right. The virus doesn't respect any borders. It's, right. It's and worldwide, it's not like you're from saying. a certain race of people. Right. You don't know where it come from, man. They have not determined that yet. This is sad, man. I can't believe it. Well, y'all can't. Y'all can't. You, yeah. that's, that's what I'm about to say. You can't believe it? Come on, man. Yeah. We got to go. Coming up at 34 after the hour, we're going to switch a little gears. You're going to tell us about food that people are sleeping on that's still plenty of yeah, at the grocery looking. stores. There's plenty of it's, it in there. Plenty. We're right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, guys, so you're here to help out the listeners with a mm -hmm. list of food that people are sleeping on and there's still plenty in stock at grocery stores. Plenty. Plenty. Right. Run it down, Steve. Run something down. Run something down, man. I don't know why anybody uh -huh. is sleeping on prune juice. <laughs> prune wow. juice? Anybody want that? You it's know so why? Okay. Okay. Because okay. we ain't got enough toilet paper. That's yeah. why. That's what I mean. There's plenty of prune juice in there. It's just sitting there waiting to be picked. Let me tell you what else is in the store. Lots of what? it. It's, I, I was in there and I saw the cauliflower. 
Lots of it, man. It's sitting oh. right there. Nobody's buying it. It's right One there. of my favorites. <laughs> okay. One of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. You can go in there right now and get all the damn cream of wheat you want. <laughs> nobody yes. want to eat this stuff y'all talking yes. about. Cream man. of wheat. Man, you're missing it. You're talking missing. about Let me tell you. with the old black dude on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they sleeping on? What they sleeping on, what? man? Pickle pig feet, man. They sleeping oh, on that pickle right pig there, feet, man. It's right That there. right there? Yeah. That's a yeah. meal right there, Carl. Yeah. And while you're in the so pickle you... section, get them pickle eggs. They sitting right there, man. Right They're there. Sitting there. Get, get you as many as you want. Hey, dog, this is how I know we ain't in no crisis, because you can get all the damn spam you want. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, have y'all been to the stores? Y'all know the shelves are empty. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but there's some stuff still on, on there, though. They're sleeping on stuff. Let me tell you what else is in the store. Canned spinach. Canned <laughs> spinach is plenty of it is there. And if you're in the canned spinach, I don't want that. Get you a couple hey, of cans of sauerkraut. Hey, it's hey. there. It's <laughs> there. And, and <laughs> all the mm. damn bok choy you can put in your oh damn God. mouth. <laughs> It's in there. There's so much damn bok choy at the stage. It's over there by itself. Listen, 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 listen. If you go over yeah. where the chicken normally is, normally mm-hmm. go over okay. there. Ain't no chickens mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But the gizzards is right there. Tommy, you're absolutely what? right. The Not gizzards. in the black neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And if, that's a, if you like another selection of meat, mm-hmm. go with your okay. chicken gizzards. Mm-hmm. Potted meat is right Come down, on, boy. boy. <laughs> Hey, man, now I'm going to tell boy. you what else you can get plenty of. Because these What's kids that? ain't buying none of this. You want dry beans and uncooked rice? Load it. <laughs> hey, man, all these cookie. young people work for me. You know what they was complaining about the other day? I was talking uh-huh. with them. Man, all my snacks is gone. Snacks? Snacks. Snacks. Man, you better make That's a pot or something. Those of us that's been without know how to get through this. Know yeah. Make a pot or something. Yeah. 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 Stretch it. Stretch it through Chilly. the week. Chilly. It. A pot, baby. What else? You, yeah. Oh, right here. Right here. This is it. What? Now, we what? in the house, so you're going to have to deal with this. I'm not going outside. Sardines. Get you as many cans of sardines <laughs> as you crackers. want. And some crackers. And some crackers. Boy, <laughs> hey dog, hey dog! I got a partner that eats sardines and and sauerkraut every oh. single day. I love it. Oh, every love single it. day, he eats sardines no, and sauerkraut. You. Now his body is amazing. His breath is too, though. <laughs> Whip it. Yeah. Whip it. Now listen, listen. Here's something you can get. Now I ain't never uh, had it, but I see store. it. It's, it's always there. Uh-huh. Cow tongue. Kyle Cow Tongue. Oh, now, Kyle Tongue is right there, man. It's there. Right there. In the meat Don't nobody section? ever get that, but it's right yeah. there. It's right there. <laughs> no, I'm not eating it. Right I'm not eating it. What else you but, got? But you That's hungry, though. When you're going through something, I'm just telling I'll tell you. you I'll tell you something they got plenty of. Mm-hmm. Mm. Come on. Canned lima beans. Canned beans. All of this rolls of it. <laughs> Just load your cart up. Can't get away from them. <laughs> All right. That you up quick, one more, too. Steve, one more, give me one more, man. Uh, one more. Okay, hold on, let me think. Oh. 
Let me think. Uh, <laughs> that uh, I, can, I can't top that can. Uh, I'm uh, no, you that. can't. Right, I'm going to go ride out with that. <laughs> going to ride it on that. Yeah. Right. Uh, thank you for the list, fellas. The grocery it, list. Yeah. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The mm. subject is, his mouth may be a deal breaker. Steve, wow. you love this letter. Okay, yes. all right. Okay. Uh-huh. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, nephew? Well, call everybody inside. So, you know, let's give you one of them inside pranks. This is sick mm-hmm. and shutting. Sick and shutting. Really? Really? Well, I mean, everybody inside, ain't People you, might well you think it's time to do this? Yeah, you might as well relate to what everybody going through. Sick. You try to be shitty. topical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go, cat. Hello. I'm trying to reach speaking. Uh, you got him. Who is this? How you yeah, doing today? I'm, I'm doing. I ain't doing too good. You done been over here praying for my wife again, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Yes, sir. You done came over here three times in one week. My, my wife had already went through the operation and all that. She's going to be fine. I don't need you over here praying three times a week because, uh, honestly, I think there's something else on your mind when you come over here praying for my wife. I ain't stupid. Brother, you kind of make... Hold it, brother. This brother... This is... Well, your wife was on the sick and shut-in list. I, and Reverend I, I, asked I you to come by. Reverend hey, requested that I come by. Okay, he ain't requested for you to bring your black to my house for no three times in one week, man. So you can cut that out with me. You can Wait cut that out. Hold it, brother. I came with Sister Georgia the first time. The second time, I came by myself because she wasn't able to come by. And I only stayed 15 minutes each time. So what's the problem? Because I, I already know what you're what you doing. I know you're trying to holler at my wife. I ain't stupid. Hop at your wife. I have a wife. Why would I help at your wife? She's part I'm of already, the church I already ministry. know what you. I already know what you're doing, man. You up in here you trying to holler my wife? Why ain't no? Why no? Why nobody at the house? I already know what you're doing. Let me tell you something. Keep your black away from my house. If you want to pray for my wait, wife, you can pray wait for my wait wife wait on the phone. I'm gonna tell wait you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can't. Wait a minute. Hold it. You can't talk to you me like that. You gonna make me lay hands on me? That's what you're gonna make me do. Oh no, brother. Ain't gonna be none of that. Ain't gonna be none of that. You talking to the wrong brother now? Okay. Now, first of all, you're not going to disrespect me and curse me out, okay? That's not even the way brothers should be talking to brothers. Second of all, if there's any laying on the hands, it's going to be my hands laying on you, okay? You ain't finna uh, lay, finna lay, I, I know uh, what you're trying you know, to lay on my wife. See, if I find out you're you cheating you, around, you know what? I find out you messing around with my wife, it's going to be some I, I, I know you're what crazy. you're trying to do. You're crazy. I'm, you're I'm crazy. just letting you go. I'm going to say it one more time. Keep your black off around my house. You know, first of all, I told you once again, you can't be talking to me like that. Now, I'm trying to be cool about the situation because I know you may be just upset. Okay, I can appreciate that. Okay, I have a wife, and I'd be upset if somebody was coming by visiting my well, wife. Won't you, won't you spend more time often. at your house with your wife? I then. do spend my time with my wife. I do. You know, I'll spend maybe, much maybe time. I, need, I only came by two or three times. Maybe I need to come by your house and holler at your wife. Well, you're welcome to. But maybe I, mean, maybe, maybe I know. need to come, come, come lay something over there on her. Oh, now you're trying to do it. Hold it. Hold it one minute. Hold it one minute. I told you before, you're being disrespectful. Now, that was a very idiotic statement for you to make, okay? That's what's going to happen if I catch your black at my house again. 
I'm going to play this, man, and then I'm getting off the phone with you. You, your pastor, any more of them deacons, if anybody come by my house again and I ain't there, I'm kicking your black <laughs> That's a promise. You know, uh, just that's it. Look here, brother. If there's going to be any whooping going on, I'm going to be kicking your I'm going to lay my hands on you, and I'm going to give you a good, sanctified whooping. And then I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray to heal you by this foot. I'm going to put up okay? Because I've had it with you, you know, and I only went by to visit your wife because I was asked to go visit your wife. Now, that was a problem. You should have called the pastor, okay? But you're not going to disrespect me, my wife, the church on the phone. Now, if you want to do something about it, you can meet me any place. Well, I'm, 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 as a matter of fact, I can go anywhere I want in this town. If I be at your house talking to your wife, if the pastor asks me to go, I'm going to be there, okay? I, you, you know, you just, you know, it's, you're just a stupid brother, okay? You need to come to church. You need to come to church. You need to come to church more often. That's the problem. You don't come to church more often. If you come to church more often, you wouldn't be talking to me like that. You wouldn't be worried about me and your wife because there must be something wrong at your house. You'd be worried about me fooling with your wife, okay? So you need to check her, okay? You need to check her. How about that? Why don't you do that? Why don't you? Why don't you just check her, okay? Common said you're the one that's cheating with with my wife. That's that's, that's all I know. Who? Tommy. Common said you. Common said you're the one that's cheating around with my wife. Tommy, who the who? Who is Tommy? <laughs> Tommy who? Uh, uh, this is nephew Tommy, man. This, uh, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. The, the, the church member uh, got me to prank phone call. Y'all wrong for that. You know, y'all wrong. Y'all wrong. You know, y'all on the highway to hell. All of y'all. You know, nonstop. No, you know, y'all just, you know, y'all just gone, you know. Ain't no stop sign. You know, I'm finna go. I'm finna pray for all of y'all, all of you brothers, nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey, brother wrong for that. Okay. I'm gonna check him. I'm finna oh, check man. him. I'm finna go. I'm finna, I don't talk to y'all no more. I'm praying hey, for hey, all hey, of y'all. Hey, one more thing. Hey, brother, 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 before you go, man, what's, what you got to tell me, what's the baddest radio show in the land, man? Steve Harvey Morning yeah. Show. <laughs> There you have it, baby. Thick and shut in. You F- played you. too much, Tom. Stupid oh, at his Wait a minute. Best. Wait a minute. What was the what, hold on? What was the word? Golly, last week. What was the word we had? That everybody what? got a phenomenal. Tommy, what? Phen- thank you. That was oh, phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. That's that what was. I need to hear. Phenomenal. That was phenomenal word. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Don't really apply here, but okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> Do not listen to the you naysayers. Can, Do not listen yeah, to them. Can't you be phenomenally stupid? Can't you be that? <laughs> it was phenomenal. It doesn't Phenomenally matter. stupid? That don't, that yeah, don't work no doesn't way. go together. And, and he here. can spell it. Spell it. Fo, F, O. You know nominal. what? Last week we had problems with him spelling this with this F. Phenomenal. So. Phenomenal. Okay, F, A, then. F A. There you go. Oh, oh, that made it better. He go. corrected himself. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, team Tommy, stop. Yeah. Phenomenal. 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 Yeah, nail. N A I L. Yeah, nail. Thank you. Phenomenal. Sound it out.
<laughs> Steve, can the you best spell way to phenomenon? spell a word is to sound it out. Sound it <laughs> can out. Can I get the origin of the word, please? <laughs> yes. Can I spell phenomenal? Yeah. Hell yeah, I can spell phenomenal. Let me hear. Did he got something helping him. Listen. Hey, did you just ask Siri? <laughs> you yeah. just asked Siri? That's how I spell everything now. I don't waste no damn time hurting my head. Okay, I can use it in a sentence. Go ahead. Okay. Sir, how many nominals would you like? I would like phone nominals, please. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I can use it uh, in a sentence. <laughs> Sir, oh, well, man. Welcome to Phenomenals. How many Phenomenals would you like? I would like four Phenomenals, please. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, heat it. Crazy. Could you please heat those up? Heat them. Jay, what you been doing at the house? What you been doing? Oh, uh, man. I, I have mastered piddling everything. <laughs> piddling get old, dog. Man, I... I have folded and unfolded every damn thing in here. Hey, man, I can't imagine house arrest, dog. I cannot imagine man. house arrest, man. I've washed, I've washed stuff that's already washed. I'm telling you, man. Baseboards. Hey, dog, Baseboard. this got to end. This got to end? Steve going to lose his mind? Tell you right now, All right. Up next, we got today's strawberry lettuce. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. Shirley Girl is out today. Steve yeah. Harvey will read the that letter. That cough I had I just was clear in my throat. That was not. Mm. Just, yeah, you have to. Every time coffee. you do that, you have to, you, you have to, you have to make an yeah. announcement. Yeah, I'm about to. to clear my throat, y'all. Excuse me. This is just throat clearing. I ain't trying to clear the room. I'm just trying to clear my throat. All right, here we go. Subject, his mouth may be a deal breaker. Uh, dear Steve and Shirley, I'm a 45-year-old woman. I have finally met Mr. Wright. Or so I thought. He's got a steady job, a nice home. He treats me like a queen. We've been dating two years, and he recently proposed to me. But there's just one issue with him that needs to be fixed before I agree to marry him. It's his language. Uh. Steve, I know you're proud. What? 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 Mm. You just call me out in no damn letter? Steve. I know you are proud of your cussing skills, so I need your help. Okay, well, all right, whatever. Whenever my man gets frustrated, he cusses like there's no tomorrow. Shortly after we met, he visited my church with me. <laughs> see, it's good already. You see what is Shortly after we met, he visited my church with me. And while his sermon was going on, <laughs> he got called from his ex-wife. See, this is bad timing now. <laughs> He stepped out in the hallway to talk to his ex-wife and everybody in the church could hear him cussing her out. I was shamed and did not return to that church. He is an expert cusser. And sometimes it's entertaining. But I need him to reel it in a bit. He recently cussed out another parent. (laughs) He cussed out another parent 
at his daughter's piano recital for coffin, and the guy couldn't help it. Not in these days and times. You're going to get cussed out. His daughter was ashamed because the school security guard put my man out of the recital. The big mm. deal breaker for me now is he cannot refrain from cussing around my parents. Last time we all got together for dinner, my man went to the bathroom, and on the way back to our table, he stubbed his toe on a rolling cart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He stumped his toe on the rolling cart. The entire restaurant came to a screeching halt as he let out the loudest string of cuss words I've ever heard. Mm. My parents had been going to that restaurant for years, and they were so ashamed they walked out. My dad doesn't want me with a man like this, but he really is a great guy. He just got a very foul mouth. Is this something that can be changed? Or will I run the risk of being embarrassed for life if I marry him? Please advise. Call him. Well, all right. Girl, let me tell you, because this letter is truly, truly for Steve, but i give you a little bit. You are going to have to talk to your man and just say, you know, baby, listen, you know, you are cussing in front of my parents. You have to start showing some respect. You embarrass your daughter at her recital. You know, you just cussed out a man because he kept coughing. And I know this ain't no time to be coughing, just like Steve said, but you did not have to go to that level where the security at the school had to remove you from the recital. You're cussing at church. It's just disrespectful. Just tell them you're a good man. Tell them you love them. But, you know, some people look at cussing or swearing as intimidating or it's a form of of bullying, actually. So tell him you're not blaming him for his habit, but he has to recognize it and work on it. Tell him you love him and you want to be his wife, but he can't keep relying on profanity and cuss words to express himself. You know, he's got to find another way to do it. He's got to find ways to get out of negative situations and think of something positive that he can do or say in those moments because it is truly out of hand. You know, you just can't be going firing off at church and in front of the parents and just, you gotta, you gotta try like to... Like your parents. You, that's <laughs> no, not helping, Tommy. I don't know. Start a cuss jar. Y'all remember that back in the day? Punishment. $5 for every cuss word. You, but you've got to tell him that it's something that he really needs to work on. Steve, I know you want this letter. Well, you man. better cuss this letter. So out here's too. what I'm going to do first. First, I'm going to read this. I'm going to give you what I, uh, an opinion, a radio opinion. Mm-hmm. When we come mm-hmm. after the break, I'm going to do the mm-hmm. letter. Uh, a little more justice. Okay. Uh, let me just say this right here. You should not not marry a man because he has a foul mouth. It can be changed. Right. Right. This is a great right. guy. He treats you like a queen. He's a wonderful dude. He just cuss. Cussing ain't the worst thing that a man can do. He ain't cheating on you. He's not physically abusive. He's not mentally abusive. Even though if he's cussing at you, that's a form of abuse. But I think that's not the problem. It's just when he gets frustrated, he cusses. Mm-hmm. And so that can be dealt with and worked with by you, by constantly encouraging him not to cuss, rewarding him for not cussing, and then at mm-hmm. the same time showing your utter disdain when he does. Eventually, a man that loves you will make the necessary changes around you. So here's what you have to do. You have to create boundaries. 
You can cuss wherever you want when you're not with me. But when you're around me and my parents, I'm asking you to refrain from it. And if I look at you or nudge you, you've gone too far. Now, I'm not saying you can't cuss, but you all these loud cussing outbreaks. If I nudge you, you need to pull up. And you need to work out a system because you don't want to give up a good man. Now, when we come back, I'm going to read this letter and respond to it uh, 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 the right way. Do we need beeping? Uh, I want to. (laughs) We'll be right back. We'll be back at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, come on, recap. All right, here we go. Here's a woman that has been dealing with this man, and I gave my opinion earlier. Don't leave Mm -hmm. a good man just because he cussed. Work with him. Set some parameters. You you can Mm -hmm. slowly work him out of this. You can cuss, but not around me. I want you to refrain when you're around me and my parents. Other than that, you want to cuss somebody out, do whatever you want to do. Let's work on this together. All right, that's what you You don't want to leave a good man just because he cussed. Everybody got flaws. Now, let's read the letter (laughs) from Steve Mm -hmm. Harvey, who ain't on the radio and is not trying to give advice. Y'all stay with me. Here we go. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 45-year-old woman. I finally met Mr. Wright, or so I thought. He got a steady job, a nice home, and treats me like a queen. We've been dating for two years, and he recently proposed to me, but there's just one issue with him that needs to be fixed before I agree to marry him. It's his language. Steve. See, now why she bring my ass into this? I know you are proud of your cussing skills, so I need your help. I'm one of the best that there is, damn it. Whenever my man gets frustrated, he cusses like ain't no tomorrow. Shortly after we met, he visited my church with me, and while the sermon was going on, he got a call from his funky-ass ex-wife. He stepped out in the hallway to talk to her funky ass, and everybody in the church could hear him cussing out. I'm in here trying to serve the Lord, and you out here calling me? The f*** you call me for now? Everybody asked you for this bullshit. I can't even go to church without your monkey ass calling me. That's why I left your ass in the first place. I hope you go to hell. You make me sick. Don't call this motherfucking phone no more. Lose my goddamn number. <laughs> Ugly Now, he's an expert cusser, and sometimes it's entertaining. See, I know that's why I cuss, because of that mm-hmm. line right there. I'm, it's entertaining when I cuss. And so I use mm-hmm. cussing for entertainment. So I don't mm-hmm. do what you're tripping for, but I need him to reel it in. He recently cussed out another parent at his daughter, piano cider, for coughing, and the guy couldn't help it. My baby playing the f- you coughing for. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, wait till your baby playing and start all that coughing shit. You know, cough when my baby playing the piano. You don't cough when my baby playing the piano. Punk ass motherfucker. Coughing and shit while my baby playing. Cough when that little when your little baby, your ugly ass baby is playing. Cough again. Cough the fuck again. See what happened to your. Oh, all right. And then his daughter was embarrassed because the school security guard put my man out to recital. The big deal breaker was me. He cannot refrain from cussing around my parents. Who, who is your parents? Mm, here we go. How parents? Who is, who, 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 who is your mom and daddy? Joseph and Mary? What? Who, what? Oh, God. 
Oh, God. Well, how they, ain't, how they old ass ain't heard no cussing? We go together to dinner. My man went to the bathroom on the way back to our table. He stumped his toe on the rolling cart. Who the f put this cart in this <laughs> damn aisleway? This the worst place you can put a goddamn grocery cart. This the dumbest shit. I ought to sue everybody in this mother. <laughs> you think? I'm, I didn't come in here to have no cart in the goddamn aisle. Tell him. This bullshit. He's loving this too much. Oh, too much. He let out the loudest cuss words I've ever heard. My parents had been going to that restaurant for years, and they were so ashamed they walked out. Well, walk your ass out, bye. <laughs> Bye, what you motherfucking toe? My dad don't want me to marry a man like this. What you want me to wear? What you want an old ass man like your daddy? Mm. Same mm. restaurant for 30 years. My dad don't want me to marry a man like that, but he really is a great guy. He just has a very foul mouth. Is this something that can be changed? Or will I run the risk of being bashed for life? Now, he's going to embarrass you sometimes. But you can yeah. get some parameters going. Say, listen, your mm -hmm. cussing is a real problem for me. It's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And I love you, and I don't want you to embarrass me no more. So I'm just going to ask you not to cuss around me. And if you cuss around me, I promise you, I'm going to slap shit out you. <laughs> Wait, she can't I'm going to haul off. Cock my she head not, back not she and slap the monkey <laughs> sh out of you. Mm. Now cuss again, you black <laughs> bastard. Oh now, see, sometimes you got to embarrass a cusser to get him to stop. Mm. And that's my suggestion. So and that's my reading of the letter. Yeah. And let that be. Can I, can I say something? Oh, no, wow. Go Steve. ahead. You made me. So motherfucking proud. Thank I ain't gonna lie. We are on the air, Jay, people. Jay, yeah. Jay, how about you? I just would like to say that was the funniest I've heard <laughs> Thank you, man. in a long motherfucking time, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Man, that meant a lot to me, man. That was yeah. that was phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. I absolutely uh, hate this letter. So, Carl, I guess you don't want to say shit about it. Huh? <laughs> who, who is no, a good, good cusser? I don't know why she Dog, don't want exactly. One of the top cussers I've ever heard is calling for real. We'll be back, y'all. We got more right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce our girl. Cheryl Underwood. Steve Harvey, look here. It's going down, baby. <laughs> Let me tell you something. These, these streets is hot. The coronavirus is here. Jason Brown, I hear you laughing over there. What up, baby? What's Man, what's happening, my fire brother? What's happening? What's we got up? the Kappas. We got the Omegas. And we yes. got the Sigmas and the Zetas and up ain't here. Ain't nobody shaking nobody's hand. Ain't no, no, ain't nobody, nobody gripping. Nobody gripping. <laughs> nobody is gripping. Here's what we going to need to do. First of all, we need to go back to the old-fashioned telephone tree that the old Sauron's and the old frat brothers call each other on the phone. You all right? How you doing? Now, where is Junior? Where's Junior? Because I notice I don't hear my baby voice on the show. He's off today, Cheryl. He's out. Off well. Off well. Because listen, Idris Elba's got it. Listen to me. And his lady was, was sequestered. 
with him. I need to know where Junior is, cause I swear, to, I swear for Lord, I'll punch a coronavirus in the face if it try to get up on Junior. I gotta check on my boo Shirley Scrawberries. When you don't have well, nobody Shirley, in your life. Shirley, I too. No, Shirley is out too. Really what the? I'm sorry, Kat. Beat that. <laughs> Beat that, cause I'ma tell you something. It better not be Shirley and Junior together. <laughs> We will fight over this coronavirus. I'm telling you, Tommy. Now, me and you, we got to get on that stroll. Now, you say you doing it for money, right, Tommy? Is that what you say you doing it for money? Yeah. I'm out there shaking that ass for toilet paper, baby. You can't find a roller. <laughs> you can't find a roller damn toilet paper. You want to do something strange about the toilet paper? Oh, I got you. I Hold. never, I never shook so much Holding ass for, for toilet But listen to me, you better ask somebody. The dude said, I'll give you $15,000. Now, I just need two rolls of Charmin, brother. That's all. <laughs> listen to me, it is going down. No makeup on, nothing, no wig. Oh, this is a, what it that's is. That's a different stripper now. We mm. keeping it real with the coronavirus out there. But I'm going to tell you something. With all uh, due respect, we are prayed up. We know God yeah. is in control. What we need to do is be prayed up and prepared. Get on lockdown for two weeks, maybe three. If you short on your money and your food, let's start helping each other as neighbors. Let's stick together. Let's do some good in the neighborhood. And let's use the radio airwaves to send messages to people, let them know they are right. All black radio need to let everybody know you are right. And all advertisers need to be advertising through black radio because that is where the people hear us and we talk to the people. I'm out Steve Harvey, but if you got a 12 pack of toilet paper, I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. Thank I you got a reality update at the top of the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is that time she is here, the one and only Carla Farrell with Reality Update. All right, well, thank you, nephew. Well, Steve, Jay, Tommy, you know everybody at home watching TV. They're watching now. They are watching now, yes. They are watching TV. Real Housewives of Atlanta, Reality Update. The girls went on a trip to Greece, and the ladies went to dinner on this, like, sky lift landmark it's a restaurant where you're mm-hmm. up in the air a hundred and something feet up in the air and anyway while having dinner on this uh, attraction if you will Kenya decides to throw shade at Cynthia and quiz her about her wine knowledge you know because Cynthia has that wine cellar business a wine loft uh, back in Atlanta and it wasn't cool so the ladies were like you know looking at Kenya like you wrong for that you know she was just trying to see how much she actually really knew about wine and it just wasn't really cool anyway Portia and Nene they chopped it up they kind of made up. Portia decided to forgive Nene, and they both apologized to each other because you guys remember last season, Portia, you know, she was through with Nene. Remember when she grabbed Portia, when she tried to run in her closet? Y'all remember that when I was talking about closet oh, gate? Yeah, the closet yeah. thing. I remember, remember that. that? Yep, yep. (laughs) I hear you, Steve. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Nene and Portia, they talked it out. And then Nene body shamed Portia right after she had her baby. She called her fat. She called her big pig and all of that. But Nene gangster, though. She just straight gangster. (laughs) 
Gangsta. That's what Nene do. You're right. That. That's what she do. You know. <laughs> Gangsta, yeah. dog. Hey, dog. Yeah. Nene rude, man. <laughs> she <laughs> she went rude, in dog. on Portia. I mean, yeah. man, what's she body shaming the girl for? But at the end of the day, what they got to do, though, they got mm-hmm. to tell Portia she fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's beautiful, Portia. Yeah, you know, when you get through with all that now. Yeah. Is that? And she's she fine as Nene. But anyway, yeah, well, but they made up, though, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> they made up, so they're cool. So anyway, Kenya got mad at the producers because they were like, you know, they asked her questions. You know how when they do their little testimonial and they're, they're talking and kind of talking about what happened. Well, one of the producers asked Kenya, you know, you were mad when Tanya publicly said that you wear wigs, but then you went in on Cynthia's knowledge of wine publicly, so you kind of embarrassed her. You know, because Cynthia, you know, and all the rest of the ladies was like, hey, you messing with this girl's business like that. You know, she makes money off of this. Why are you trying to embarrass her like that? Kenya got mad at the producers saying it was not the same thing. So, you know, Kenya didn't own her part, her responsibility. She has to own her actions because Kenya can dish it, but she can't take it. So later at the party, the ladies, they were at this house in Greece, and they had to keep it 100 with each other, and they had to pass around these little crown Greek goddess wreaths. I saw that. Did you see that, Tommy? See, you and was at home watching it. That's when she started throwing that popcorn. That's when Nene started throwing that popcorn. Yes, that's exactly it, nephew. <laughs> shut you your were ass. So shut the fuck over there and whoop your way. Oh, she, <laughs> yes, she there you go, Tommy. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yes. So Kenya and Nene, they got into it. Kenya called Nene bipolar. Nene went in and said, that's why your man don't like you, and that's why he left you, because, you know, Kenya and her husband, Mark, just got a divorce. And, you know, child, uh, I slipped off my couch when she said that. It oh, just she got, got a divorce ugly. now? Yeah. Well, you know. Wow. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much, Steve. It's, it's the marriage seems like it's over. Nene threw popcorn, just like Tommy said, at Kenya, and it looks like <laughs> it's gonna be some more fighting next week. It ain't over. Woo, child. It ain't over. Now you know Tommy at home watching it, folks. <laughs> folks I'm really... with my wife. I can't even touch the remote control. Yeah, your wife ain't in the room when you watch it. Stop it. Just stop it. Yes, she is. Team Tommy. <laughs> Team Tommy. That's right, Steve. <laughs> so I want you guys to follow me at Lips by Carla on social media, and you can check out oh, the best of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We got a reality update podcast. Call, I got, I got, I got some. I want to talk to Uncle Stephen J when we come back. You know, man. Oh, okay. It's good. Oh, no yeah. problem. Let's do it. Right. Twenty after the hour. All right. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What you got, nephew? You want to ask your boys a question? I want to talk to Uncle, to Uncle Stephen J. I got a business that I think this is the right time for. No, nope. I think I love I, it already. I don't think no. Ooh, come Steve, on, you got to hear me out, man. Uh-huh. You got to hear me. Right, I, I think ahead. it's perfect, Unc. Uh-huh. I don't think we have to invest a lot. See, right you here, know? right here, right here. Two things going wrong. I think it's what? perfect, and okay. we ain't mm-hmm. got to invest a lot. Okay. okay, it's perfect. We do not have to invest a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is Tell it? me what you think. A drive-through. I don't like strip it. strip joint. Drive through strip joint. Drive through, get your dance, put your money in the window, mm-hmm. keep on moving. No, they Come on, man. Got that. Who do? Yeah, it's called Peep Shows. They already got it. Okay, that seriously. 
They ain't got no drive through, dog. Yeah, well, we could win go, with but this. But see, Hulk, listen to me. Listen to me. When you drive up to the window, you think you're the only one gonna see it. Okay. They're in, they're in the you, back. You, you don't think nobody like walk by your car can see it? You put a shield up, put a, a wall. Yeah, you gotta put a we shield. Gotta, we gotta, we gotta, really? Yeah, we gotta block some. We gotta, we gotta work it out, Unc. But you drive through, get your dance, and keep it moving. That, it's, it's, I like hey, that. Unc, we missing some Only money. Only way this will work is mm-hmm. if you do a drive-through car wash strip club, where you can stay <laughs> in your car and I instead like of brushes, naked people wash your car. Yeah. And okay. then they stay inside the building. When you go out, people with clothes on dry. Yeah, That's the like only it. way to make it work. Like All right, we'll be back at 33 Thank after you. the hour. That was stupid. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday, President Trump said he doesn't think calling COVID-19 the Chinese virus or the Kung flu, as one yep. of his administration officials reportedly called it, puts Asian Americans at risk of being targets of hate crimes. Now, take a listen to the president when he was asked about it at a press conference yesterday. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? A lot of people say it's racist. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. It comes from China. I and want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. Please. I have a great, I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe this stuff now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Well, let's change that. Let's try to change that. Wow. He wow, said man. that? Can you believe he said yeah. that? That's the first thing that came out of his mouth at the press the conference this morning. He said the very first thing. it comes from yeah. China. Hey, man, listen to me. I, I don't understand how, as a country, that we've accepted this behavior from the highest office in our land possible to achieve, the President of the United States, and how... The Republican Party 100% backs this guy with rhetoric and tones like this. Completely wrong. You, This is so wrong on so many levels. How in the world has the Republican Party got behind this man 100% is beyond me? Well, I know exactly why. I know why. I'll just say it like why? I've been saying it. Because of position, power, mm-hmm. and money. Mm-hmm. And that's a sad state for people that we put in the office to want to be in at all costs, even at the integrity of our country. And when you do, when you make, I'm not racist at all. That's a racist thing to say. Yeah. If it was a Chinese disease, then only Chinese people would have it. Yeah. All right, guys, coming up, we got the last break of the it day. It is the last. No, it's the last break of the day. I'm sorry. Yeah, there you I go. Apologize. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. and stop right, apologizing. Jay. Just get it right. Damn. Hey, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa. Who just coughed, Tommy? That was me. Okay. What? Uh-oh. 
Okay, I, I heard a call. Uh, yeah, that was me. Okay, right, we'll be back. On. But you know what? <laughs> your, your, after. your ass won't be here tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about last break, all right? You, you won't be here tomorrow. Your last day. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's the last break of the day. It is the last Jay break said of the early. day. <laughs> good. That was good, Jay. Sorry for the call, man. Yeah, oh, be careful. Okay. You know what? You yeah. have to announce a call now. Yeah. Or the, yeah, you yeah. have yeah. to let people well, know. Well, you, you have to say this. Hey, 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 y'all, excuse me, excuse me. About to clear my throat. Yeah, yeah. Even weed smokers, we not trusting yeah. y'all either when you over there coughing, okay? This huh, is Tommy. true. This is a true story. Well, Tommy, hold up, elevator. man. Hold up, man. Tommy, you said it right. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, I did. Yeah. I said yeah. weed. It was a big celebration. You said yeah. what? I said weed. Nuh-uh. You yeah. missed it again. One more time. Weed. No. No. no nope. Fell off. Oh, man. You but bet. you heard me the first time I said it. I, I you thought I did. That's right. You wouldn't think about it. I, I said I even weed. Oh, yeah. man. Y'all I'm heard me. Yeah. You thought oh, about hell. it. Hey, here's a closing remarks today. Uh, I thought about this. And um, this really, really helped me when I came to this understanding about current circumstances or situations and I want to help you all understand something I need I need everybody to kind of stay with me on this I want you to understand that your present circumstance are not your outcome this is really important your your present circumstance is not your outcome now you know I've always viewed the word outcome real simple to me it simply means how it will be when you come out in other words whatever you're going through whatever you're dealing with when it's done what will be the outcome or how will you be when you come out of it because the fact of the matter is Whatever you're going through, you're going to come out of it, no matter what it is. Now, it may be lasting. This situation or circumstances might be lasting a little bit longer than you want it to. But it will end. I mean, you know, it's like old folks say, this too shall pass. So with that fact, you've got to learn to resist the thinking that your present circumstance is the determining factor in who you are or what you're going to be because you are not at the actual outcome. Now, y'all, this is very important information because, see, one of the devil's best tricks is to actually get you to believe that there is no outcome. His best trick is getting you to believe that this is it that this won't ever get any better than it is right now. The devil don't want you to believe that there is an outcome. See, the devil actually wants you to believe that this is permanent, that this is as good as it gets. Now, his only mission, now I'm talking about the devil, y'all. His only mission 
now is to rob you of your destiny. But listen to me. Listen to this. Your destiny is on the other side of the situation. It's on the other side of this set of circumstances that you're going to. Your destiny is in the outcome. And the devil don't want you to see it or believe it. He wants to rob you of your destiny. You cannot let him win this battle. You cannot, folks. You have always got to understand there is an outcome. There is something that you are going to come out of. Whatever you're going through, there's something you're trying to get through the other side. Now, I want to tell you something now. It's three things. Three things can help you win this battle of getting to the outcome. I'm going to give you three quick things that can help you win the battle of getting to your destiny. All right, number one, this is the best one, your relationship with God. Here's a cool thing, y'all. God don't care who you are or what you've done. He just wants to have a relationship with you. But you got to want one with him because, see, God ain't going to force himself on you. Because he gives you a power of choice. You have to decide that you want him. That's number one. You've got to form the relationship with God. I'm telling you how to win the battle of getting to the outcome. I'm giving you what you got to do to win the battle of getting to your destiny. The second thing you need. All the incredible stories and verses in the Bible or the Quran. All these incredible stories and verses that's in the Bible or the Quran, whatever your faith is, these writings of truth, they were given to us to inspire us, uplift us, and motivate us to our destiny. So you got one, your relationship with God, and you got two, all the incredible stories and verses in the Bible and the Quran. The third thing you need, this is a big one, your past history. If you can take an inventory of all your past experiences and really admit to all the things he's done for you, everything he's gotten you through, I mean like real, like take your normal negative view of life out of the way for a minute. Think of all the times it could have been worse. Think of all you could have not survived, all the times they wrote you off. What about the times they laughed at you? What about the time when you didn't see no way? How about the times when you thought you wasn't going to make it? Take inventory of everything God done for you in the past, and that's how you get to know that this too shall pass. That will help you win the battle of getting to your outcome or getting to your destiny. That'll work every time. Those are my closing remarks. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 